0: Now that it's out there, I'm hearing one he's, thing from he's, somebody, I'm hearing nothing from somebody else. He's choosing oh. to ignore words uh. that I put in a text message and then making a joke out of the thing that he chose to ignore.
1: No, no, no. I'm pretty <laughs> sure your text said, "I got to jerk off these wizards. It's going to be magical." Okay, back up. What did the text say actually?
0: He fired one of me this morning. Yes. says there's a lot of you nerds out there today.
1: Uh, I s- I'm going to start this. I'm going to correct already. Okay. I said there's a lot of you fucking nerds out there. <laughs> well, oh, okay. I said, duh. <laughs> as, one, as one
2: does. Right. Yeah, it's Comic-Con day.
0: He said, I don't want to see a wizard costume at 9 a.m., bro. I didn't, bro. I could tell. Then he said, you're going to be over at 3, right? And I said, yeah, I could just give me a little bit of time to get my wizard costume off. <laughs> So I said, I did got
1: to get off some wizards,
0: but he said wizard
2: costume. Yeah, I see. I, I'm on Vargas's side. <laughs> Vargas wins the debate, so next time, next we're, gonna time
1: go, we're debating. No, but get on the side of comedy, and then you'll get it. <laughs> no,
2: it doesn't quite work
1: because I said wizard costume. Yeah, but all you gotta do is ignore that. <laughs> oh, I okay. see what I mean. Uh, I see what's happening.
2: Now
0: I, now I, now I, I get, get it. it. <laughs> you didn't tell me to ignore the thing that yeah, I said. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just ignore that and imagine Vargas jerking off a bunch of wizards. <laughs> well. <laughs> so wow. he's imagining now hands wow. down i see her hands are down yeah they're down i'm enjoying it just like the wizards i'm sure did you've got soft hands <laughs> hey just so, like that
0: justin bieber song
1: uh, i can see why brennan's face he doesn't want to start off the episode that way no so
2: i think it's great we could do something to Probably it. do an incantation where you just don't even have to do the ski slope you That's, know you're just like incantation well it's incantation, uh, nice thank you
1: I listened to them in third grade. They're really good. Do you guys want to start off the episode like that with a bunch of wizard cum?
2: (laughs) Yes. Wizard cum is totally fine. I'm happy wizard cum. I love wizard cum. Just like, Uh, you know, just like you're drinking it.
0: Spouting off fireworks and shit. That's how we're starting the episode. Uh, With Brendan expressing uh, (laughs) his love for wizard cum this is debates on tap <laughs> it is good it's very good
2: <laughs> podcast where we drink we argue and someone wins prowler i like to know them first before i prowl them well but
0: that's the bit welcome to debates on tap this is a oh, wait i see
1: now this piece hanging in the studio uh by known truth teller bob lazar correct I saw this last night at your house. Yeah. I didn't know that you had another copy. Now, is that one addressed to Debates on Tap, or is that one addressed, addressed to Brendan? Yeah. All three of them
0: are deba- addressed yeah. to
1: Debates on Tap. I gave one to you. I gave one to him. I gave them to me. Oh, yeah. You got three. I thought you got like a separate one for yourself. Do you? Did you forget whenever I gave this to you guys and said, yeah. hey, I got one for all of us? I remember that i only remember the one he was in the room yeah when i handed one to you one to him where what am i doing (laughs) where are you okay
2: why is your nose bleeding so (laughs) where
1: am i you guys smell pennies (laughs) smell pennies (laughs) i uh, am brian uh and this is rough this is a great
0: way to start an episode
1: well it's that or wizard come I think, so what do you want i think wizard come is fine it's then, funny then we'll take it let me just pause for two seconds welcome to rates on tap this is a podcast where we drink we argue and someone wins i'm brian i'm brendan
0: and i'm vargas
1: now he can choose whichever one he wants everyone sounds good. He just cuts that two seconds out.
0: Nope, I'm just leaving it all in, baby. <laughs> I wouldn't do that because there leave are, the
1: process in. There yeah. are a lot of pauses, so, is... so I wouldn't do the whole thing.
0: No, I'll cut out. I'll cut out the non <laughs> come and forget related. Parts. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. I get it. Is anything we do forgetful? What non memorable? I think you everything to the we podcast. Do, oh no, right, I'm with you now. <laughs> I can't stand us. <laughs> Or too much. <laughs> but, you know, what's not too much is this beer we're drinking from Crane Brewing in Raytown. It's a pineapple weiss, or if you're German, pineapple weiss. Weiss.
0: Or if you're related to Rachel. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> hey.
2: Rachel's family. Rachel Weiss. I know you're married from to Black, Daniel Craig, but... There it is. Hey, get at me. From
0: Black Widow oh, and the Mummy She's series. married to
2: Daniel Craig. Uh, Yeah, she is. That's a couple who I wouldn't mind... Uh, getting to know biblically uh, pervert how dare you what are we drinking today what is it you, uh, you said that what is it though well taste alone it's a sour yeah but <laughs> smell wise man it has a bizarre smell I, I we love cream brewery we love their sours we don't
1: love their their fucking what that it, the whatever beet that juice? beet juice beet beet. this is, has thing. a crazy smell to it it does but i would say this makes me pucker more than some of the sours we've had on the show. Yeah. And this is advice. Yeah, I like this. Here's my advice to Crane Brewery. Here's your Ed Weiss. Well, I'm German, so it's advice. Oh, right. <laughs> Make more of this. Yeah. Less of the beet stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That was bananas. Yeah, it was beets.
1: No, it was pineapples. <laughs> it, it
0: was pineapples.
2: Yeah, this is it tastes very sour. Like the the, the pineapple gives it that tartness on top of sour and then i i hate to say it, i the smell of it reminds me of very bad things and i i it's it's a tough smell what what that smells things? like pineapple it smells like vomit it smells like pineapple to me it, to me it smells like someone's innards yeah do you <laughs> do you eat a
1: lot of pineapple before you throw up is that i love what, pine- i love pineapple i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't want to bring the podcast down no, no it's not bringing it down i'm just confused i'm worried who's throwing up around you Because it smells... I don't know. I've never smelled throw-up that smells good. Every day in the hospital. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Mm. (laughs) That is true. It just has
2: just a smell to it that just kind of... It reminds me of something that just kind of like... I have to like...
1: I can't breathe while I take it. Yeah, you got to hold your breath. Take it in. Uh, (laughs) Look, it's better than some of the other Crane brewing we have. And better than Hot Pepper's Lucy Better than Lucy's Hot Pepper, which was not Crane. No.
0: I... I don't know why you guys are lumping this in with the bad beers that we've had. Because this is good. Yeah, this like is, on the scale of good and bad, this is good. Was, <laughs> yes. I would On a didactic scale of yeah. good and
1: bad, this is good. Yeah, well, hey. you're going to back up, have to explain that first word. <laughs> on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know off, but this other word you say. <laughs> I uh, Have you guys heard of we're talking about uh, this kind of funny talking about uh wizard Gum. (laughs) do you guys remember the show the adventures of merlin kind of yes
0: you told me about it like a week ago
1: yeah and i'm gonna tell you about it i'm gonna tell everyone about it now let's hear it because it reminds me of i've been watching it that's why it's relevant right now i've been watching it and it reminds me of the old kevin sorbo hercules oh yeah it's got that same feel where it's like adventure of the week but it's in camelot and it follows a young Merlin and a young Arthur. And Morgana's there. If you know the, the Arthurian right. you know, tale. Uh, Morgana's there. Guinevere's there. Lancelot shows up. Like all these fun characters. But it centers on Merlin and his, you know, rise to rise to the side of Arthur. Because sure. Uther's still alive whenever it starts and everything. Oh, Uther, Uther Pendragon, yeah. You want to get rid of Arthur's him. dad. Um, And he doesn't believe in magic. And so Merlin has to practice in secret. Or he, he believes in magic. He hates magic. Yeah, he has to close all, close all the... Turn lock the door,
2: turn the lights off, get uh-huh. in his closet, yeah, practice yeah. his magic. <laughs> yeah, practice, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there, buddy. Let me
1: tell you, uh-huh, <laughs> as uh-huh. wizards often do, yeah, or a request from Vargas to do. <laughs> um, but it is, uh, it's a lot of fun, and like I said, it's just if you like like Hercules or Xena, mm-hmm. um, it's just that fun adventure of the week, kind of light hearted, but Camelot myth.
0: This sounds like something that's on Amazon Prime. This is it's just on Amazon Prime. Netflix. Oh,
1: okay. Well, there you go. It's, it's been around for a while. It's, it's yeah, kind like like of not an older show, but it's It started out, it definitely looks like an old like a sci-fi show. Right. You know what yeah, I yeah, mean? Sci fi yeah, network yeah. Yeah, yeah. show. I think that's a start. Stargate show, quality. Yeah. Because Molly read a book like that
2: was about King Arthur stuff, and then we saw the Green Knight which she hated, I loved. Um why did she hate it? Uh because there because, wasn't a single green knight. <laughs> the, yeah, the, bullshit. No, he was brown. He was no. Brown. Uh, no, The Green Knight is is a great movie. I loved it, but it's very much a like it's built like a fairy tale legend and the story is about Gawain and his journey to become a knight or not become a knight. And for some moviegoers, I could see how
0: that is a problem. It's It's definitely like the journey is yes big, is the bigger is than is the story the, is the actual mm, story yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so you get to the end and it's like a non-ending
2: so because of all that she started I think she, that was the show she started watching and yes the first ep- couple episodes are like on Netflix it looks like a sci-fi show the framing is off so like the framing like cuts people's heads off and stuff like that I think if this is the show I'm like think so she stopped we she stopped watching it
0: they t- <laughs> they turned the four by three into sixteen by nine something like that yeah. it was something bizarre yeah. but
2: but yeah but I'm glad you like it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, uh, I've been listening to Sturgill Simpson has released a new album uh, called the The legend of uh, old dude and Juanita. And a while ago I talked about his cut and grass volume one and two that is uh, bluegrass versions of his albums uh, and covers of his songs and things like that. This is a very much a story told about this mountain man named dude and uh, his love Juanita and it is bluegrass folk and it is phenomenal It's very good. So if you enjoy Sturgill Simpson, or don't. Don't listen to it. Um, <laughs> it is it is very much... It is very good bluegrass full country. So
1: definitely listen to that. If you... Uh, fun fact. You posted about that on something. One of the social medias. Sure. And I went to YouTube it. And if... I, and I'm and not making this up, but if you YouTube it, it says Sturgill Simpson. And then it says Food and Juanita. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that's the, that's the autocorrect right, that comes up. Because the way they spell dude is D-O-O-D. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know why the autocorrect would default to food and who way. who can say because that's not the name of the album <laughs> <laughs> very
0: much so sturgill simpson also has a track on the metallica covers album that's coming out this. oh year. does he really mm-hmm.
1: that rules yeah. You yeah probably hear more about that on every wednesday on the onslaught
0: nice hosted by brian vargas nice <laughs> <laughs> that's a good good little link up there thank you uh i recently finished um at the confirmation of, of brendan a couple weeks back hi i recently finished uh project hail mary yeah, boy, that I, goes places. <laughs> so yeah, so I had that book on my radar because I was a huge fan of the Martian. That's mm-hmm. like the last book that really like right gripped me and like got me and this was the same way yeah. like this book hit the same way and yeah, you talk about revelation after revelation after thing just after thing. <laughs> left turn after left turn man. It, it is rules if you want if you want to read a book that you don't know where it's going to go. Yeah, read this
2: book and as well as being. A compelling interesting journey of this guy oh and yeah and i the ending I loved it yeah and, and everything and as well as the things that, that happen and the things you find out about who he is as a person truly yeah. and the things that brought him to this mission yeah it, it is it's an awesome book I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed
0: it yeah it's crazy and i read that um i think Hall has signed on to ryan gosling, start, ryan gosling yep. thank you has signed on to to play the titular character yep, to, yeah so that is going to be an insane movie. The movie it, is going to be,
2: but <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah.
0: Um, so I think that that was really good. Um, good, good recommendation. I'll wholeheartedly back it up. Thank you. Um, what else have I been doing? I'm getting super excited for Psychonauts 2. Yeah, dude. That comes uh, out next month, I think. No, this month. Oh, 24th. Oh, yeah. This week. Yeah. Because I um yes. I, I backed that on fig. Yeah. <laughs> 5 <laughs> like years ago 5 6
2: years ago yeah the fuck is fig oh it, it's one of those kickstarter yeah things, it's like a kickstarter
0: know? investment website where you can you can invest after the initial campaign as like an investor and get a return on the money but <laughs> right Did i you get a return no cuz i just backed what it like f- for the game i was not an investor in this game <laughs> oh yeah yeah you got to invest ten thousand yeah you got you
2: gotta yeah invest ten thousand you got to find three people invest in yep, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: i get it it's it's an it. inverted triangle <laughs> uh so i actually backed it as a christmas present for my brother that's at wild. the same time so yeah if you're playing psychonauts 2 and you get to the end credits look You'll for my Marcus, name and yeah. <laughs> my brother's name because we're in there <laughs> So yeah, I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, I'm pumped.
2: The first Psychonauts game is such a fun, interesting platformer game. Yeah, and this one looks again like a fun, interesting platformer game. So high
0: def Banjo Kazooie basically, (laughs) but from Tim (laughs) Schaefer. So I'm pretty stoked about it. Awesome. He's not the one that was at the Capitol riots. That was John. That (laughs) was John Schaefer.
2: Here we go. Uh, So last time I had the boys uh, give me their favorite faster restaurant. Marcus did Wendy's I did Arby's. I chose Arby's.
1: God damn right you did.
2: And I want to break down my meal and how I felt about them.
1: He's got notes on his phone and everything. <laughs> this got, now, we okay. mentioned on the episode what
0: i want to picture brandon sitting at a wendy's and an arby's taking notes on a laptop about his food yeah
2: no we we went we, we picked up and went home
0: oh okay, okay.
2: now you say now this is going to bring up because you yeah. said we just now Mo, my wife molly was with me so she and i will also give her thoughts us. which weren't positive on either <laughs> one
1: <laughs> great because it's fast food correct, yeah.
2: correct so uh i picked arby's uh let me go with wendy's first okay great so Wendy's, I, I talked about uh, in college. My buddies Ross and Schmooky. We always went to Wendy's. We love Wendy's. Um, this time, uh, going to this Wendy's, I got a Dave single with fries. Uh, then we picked up chicken nuggs. Uh, then we got a chicken their dollar chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then we tried to get a frosty. Oh! But the machine was broke. Oh, weird! <laughs> and I was like, we we had mentioned that. Of all the places Seriously. that there's yeah, so I didn't get get
0: that mistake,
2: huh. so I'm gonna Don't me. Out. Well <laughs> So let me let me break down my you thoughts. Said you got Dave single. Dave's single. Dave Single, so just one patty. It's always better when he's We're dating. <laughs> Dave is single. Uh there's something about Wendy's that all their stuff is just very flavorful, very delicious. I, I really enjoy Wendy's food um their fries were very salty they have like the potato cut fry i can't think of what they're called natural a, cut natural cut fries that are very very good their chicken nuggets are they were a little chewy uh, but had a really good taste to them yeah. and then there's something about their chicken sandwich that it's lightly breaded so it's a very thin chicken sandwich that just the flavor profile of that just brings me back to like just, I just love Wendy's. Being drunk in college. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to tell you, if basically. I
1: lose based on nostalgia, I'm going to no, flip the table. No, no,
2: no, table. no, 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 stop, 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 stop. So I, I felt that way. My wife, I asked her about it and she went, <laughs> I don't like any of this. So <laughs> that's that. But on, an arbitrary, on an arbitrary weight rating of zero to ten that I just made up in my head, yeah. I give Wendy's an eight out of ten. Wow. Okay. Can
1: For I, a fast food restaurant, pretty fuck. Well, I'm because I'm sure ten is still ten, 10 is ten is the best. Oh. Ten is
2: like the pinnacle of Zero means food. This is garbage dump.
1: Oh,
0: I was like right. ten is like a five star Michelin restaurant.
1: <laughs> Wendy's got we're an still, eight. We're, we're still thinking, we're still we're still fast. I don't want to eat tires. <laughs> Who does. Well, you apparently Michelin restaurant. Now what I. What? Can we get more we need more one sentence Molly reviews I think on this Oh show. you're going to get an Arby's uh, <laughs> so then we got Arby's
2: I got their uh their uh, uh meat and ch- their, their cheddar um beef and cheddar Beef and cheddar, beef and cheddar. Uh, <laughs> and cheddar. I got their curly fries <laughs> um, right. then, then I got a buffalo chicken slider um mm. and then I got uh their that their ice cream she was working so I got a float Okay Um It was the worst sandwich <laughs> all- <laughs> i think i've had in a long time there's something i i felt bad because i was like do we need to go to different arby's like it was crazy how bad their their beef and cheddar was
0: it's the cheddar the cheddar makes it terrible Well, the
2: cheddar i thought i thought was the best part of it but the meat was just so Uh, like never i will agree with you the cheddar was surprisingly like nacho cheese yeah like it was salt I, i know i know and but like the meat felt like this weird processed like that's it just, just sliced tasted bad. The buffalo chicken slider was good. Um, the curly fries were were very just like Uh-oh. basic curly fries And the float. You went to the wrong. Yeah, whatever location you totally went to. Totally fine. Molly hated Arby's. Yeah, the location you went to was bad. Yeah, on an arbitrary scale of zero to ten, I give Arby's a four and a half uh, to ten. Uh, so I am flipping to Wendy's.
1: And that's without a frosty. Yeah, I I, wanna, I don't uh, give a shit. I lost, the nostalgia, no, college, you know, you lost shmookie, on nostalgia. No, you lost you Fuck on
2: See, You lost on a lot of stuff. I I don't again, I don't know if it's this Arby's or not. We go I, every time we go on a road trip. We're going I bet this time. That was like time. 5 years ago. Yeah, but we got one coming up. I bet we're going. <laughs> All right, let's go. Then I'll will well, remark on the next episode. But yeah, it was I I I'm I'm so sorry to say this, but it was very bad. And Wendy's was delicious and good and re- reminded me of what good fast food is. So, again, I'm
1: flip-flopping and going with Wendy's. Whatever, man. Keep your shoes. Wow. Keep your shoes. If he says he's got flip-flops or something. Uh, (laughs) So, this time, I... uh, Okay. Get rid of the tone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. This time, I... (laughs) I asked for the best 90s comedy. So, the best (laughs) comedy from the 90s. I don't know why... Why are you doing this? I, yeah i did it uh so just somebody start and then uh i'll judge best comedy sh- uh, movie from the 90s
0: yeah oh i was gonna do oh shit
1: i was gonna do a play i don't know what
0: <laughs> yeah i was Cats. Gonna do best comedy <laughs> s- cd special <laughs>
2: you might win pergus you wanna go first or wanna me yeah go i first? go first okay um i have no idea we have not uh, talked about this
0: oh so Risky hopefully business. we don't coordinate although if we do That'd be nice. So, Ty. We,
2: we can gang up on
0: him. <laughs> Bro, <Is it laughs> you're fire right at you. Uh, I am probably not going to pick anything that I think anybody our age would pick, but I think that's to my advantage. I'm not picking an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Or anything with Chris Farley in it. And you. Th- yeah. Now, you- listen. Okay. I'm firing at you. Yep. I'm picking a 1993 parody movie. Oh, no. Ah, shit. I got to look at other movies. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, no. Directed by master comedian Mel Brooks, <laughs> Robin Hood Men in Tights.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Now, we are men. What we I thought was interesting about this movie is it does not have a good critical reception. Is that interesting or expected? It's. I thought it was interesting. Uh, for Mel Brooks movies, it, it's interesting. Yeah. And a lot of the criticism for this movie comes from the fact that it's like not as good as Young Frankenstein is what I read like over and over again. They they always they compared it to, you know, you know Young Frankenstein was his parody of horror movies, you know, old 30s horror movies. This is his stand up of uh, Errol Flynn's yeah, Robin it's, Hood. It's
2: more of like a parody. Like, whereas yeah. those movies were like f- farcical, like parodies to yeah. a point like robin men and men in tights is very much a parody of robin hood errol finn yeah hood.
0: um and specifically the kevin uh not, not kevin spacey sorbo kevin yeah kevin sorbo Her- hercules Yeah, so- hercules no the um <laughs> prince got of it. thieves got him prince Heard of him. thieves kevin costner kevin costner thank you just say gerbil butt <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but it stars um Carrie Ellis uh, Elvis Elvis, how do you say his last name? I think it is El- Elvis. Yeah, Elvis, Elvis from yeah.
1: This Bride fame.
0: Yep. Um Richard Lewis and Dave Chappelle yep. in his movie debut. Yep. Uh You
1: saying hey Blinken or hey Blinken, <laughs> That's and that's I, exactly I what I'm own, getting at. I own men in tights, yeah. so I get it. Uh
0: it's it's endlessly quotable. It's got the the I think the classic Mel Brooks like joke after joke after joke. You know, every scene just has just like you, Brian, has joke after joke, and Please you don't butter me
1: up, I can't take it right now
0: makes you laugh over and over again, even if I don't understand them right away because I'm too stupid and you're so smart <laughs>
1: <laughs> can't nobody can hear my hand raising, <laughs> but it's raising
0: so that's what I'm picking Brendan, what are you
1: picking? I'm picking
2: what some Brendan would consider. <laughs> not only one of the best comedies of the nineties, but one of the best comedies ever made the 1998 classic, the big Lebowski mm. directed by the Coen brothers stars, uh, uh Jeff Bridges as Jeffrey Lebowski, the dude, um, as, uh, as a man who is put into circumstances that are beyond his control that he doesn't understand and he doesn't care to understand. Um, basically it is a, a silly, Movie set in the real world, and this is something I think the Coen Brothers do well a lot of the time is like making a farcical movie set very groundedly um, around a, a guy who, if you took this guy out of the story, the movie would continue be <laughs> the, the same. same yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, it is about a man named the Dude who is a slacker stoner who plays bowling, who gets caught up in a uh, a, a kidnap kidnap heist from a very rich man who she, he shares the same name with. And then he is tasked and drawn into helping, just do a simple assignment in the task. And his good friend Walter, played by the good John Goodman, um, Coen Brothers stalwart, um, who fucks up everything. Then <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they have to basically fix their own mistakes repeatedly. And it it, it it's a wonderful movie. Um, it much like Robin and tights was not received the best. Yeah. Um, but it has become a bonafide cult classic and, and well that's just like your opinion man yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it's fascinating on many levels uh one being it's based off a real guy that the cohen brothers knew uh, when they were trying to make a movie before this uh barton fink um but it was uh based off a guy that they knew who was just like the dude and then it's based off of a uh series of events that affected another guy they <laughs> they knew that they just incorporate into the story repeatedly. And uh and yeah, I, I love the Big Lebowski. I think it's one of the best comedies ever made. And I think you will highly enjoy it because it, it too is endlessly quotable. It's very silly on many different levels because it's basically about the the life of this guy who doesn't want to be involved in anything he's involved in and is just forced along for
1: the ride. It's funny, I actually watched the Big Lebowski about a month ago nice so it's interesting you picked that and I guess I forgot I didn't forget maybe but sometimes you just don't think that I, I don't associate <clears throat> Big Lebowski with 90s it's crazy right because it's it doesn't feel no. 90s it, at all it, there's but. nothing about it yeah that feels like a 90s movie Because if you've watched a lot of 90s comedies like I have Christopher Tommy boy uh, Beverly Hills Ninja right. Billy Madison all that stuff fucking screams 90s mm-hmm. at you while it's happening
2: this feels like it could take place at any era yeah you know what i mean like it, it's crazy to sort watch of, i
1: guess also a coen brothers staple kind of yeah but okay fargus you have second arguments or do you want me to yell something at you to prompt you <laughs>
0: <laughs> no uh
1: don't yell <laughs> but how can you gonna hear me that's <laughs> uh, so
0: robin hood and tights. everybody knows the story of robin hood i don't think we really need to go down to it but i mean he comes back from the Crusades, and the sheriff of Nottingham has like taken over, so Robin Hood gets together his band of merry men and robs from the rich and gives to the poor. Perfect. But this time, with jokes. <laughs> yeah, he does have that. <laughs> I
1: mean, that's... that's a, uh... Brennan had to Great. tell so the, sto- I will, the I story of the movie. So, what is your favorite... What is the best scene, the show-stealing scene in the nineties that makes everyone kind of remember. Well, Robin Hood been The,
0: the, Hey Blinken bit. Yeah, but I already did that. Really so you got to do another bit.
1: Um, the scene
0: that I always thought was the funniest was uh, the Braille playboy <laughs> bit. <laughs> yes. When he's like peeing out in the middle of open. Yeah. And that's Blinken, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's got a Braille issue of playboy and he's like copping a feel and everybody's just like watching him.
1: Yeah, and he's got a very funny monologue that he's yeah. doing the whole time. Yeah, interesting.
0: It's good shit. It's classic Mel Brooks. It's it's yeah. It borders on the like slapstick. You know, kind of like too goofy without without if, going
1: overboard. If you're trying to place Mel Brooks, you've heard it. Spaceballs. Right. That's his other. Oh, that's yeah. his other big parody movie. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've heard Blazing it. Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Saddles. Yeah. So Yon he's been around a while.
0: Producers. Been around a while. <laughs>
1: Brendan yeah. what is the show stealing scene
2: for me the show stealing scene is easily the scene where he first meets the other Jeff Lebowski and it's the 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 combination of Jeff Bridges as the dude in his bathrobe and uh jelly sandals walking through this giant mansion giant mansion yeah Phil- Philip Seymour Hoffman as the as the as the i guess assistant to jeff lebowski trying to usher him through um my favorite uh, line to the whole thing is as he's being asked by you know he's like what do you do and he kind of looks and he's like what what day is it what year is it <laughs> he's just so lost and so overwhelmed by everything that's happening not realizing that he is being now since he is confused for the jeff lebowski and he just wants a new rug that's that's what sets off this whole thing
1: because, because you know the, what? Because the the guys the that were trying to get him for the nihilists, the
2: nihilists who, who kidnapped, yep, as we find out, kidnapped, quote unquote, uh, Bunny Jeffrey Lebowski's young trophy wife, played by Tara Reid. Um, Charlie Theron was originally going to be the, the in the role, but they had to switch everything out. Uh, the nihilist beat up Jeffrey Lebowski, threatened him to give the ransom money because they mix up the Jeffrey Lebowski's, and the shit, and they then they pee on his damn rug. They yep. they those shits. I can't believe it. And all Jeffrey Lee all the dude wants is just new rug, man. Just pay for my rug because you know what? The rug really ties the room
1: together. That's it. That's the whole running fucking. That's the running bit. And
2: and so, yeah, so the whole scene where um, I love the shot, like there's so many great shots in this movie uh, from the dream sequences uh, to him confronting, (laughs) Julianne Mora, she's being swung naked, painting, and his face is just hilarious. And then as well as whenever he's walking through Jeffrey Lebowski's uh, accolade after accolade, he turns and look and there's a mirror of Times Man of the Year, and it shows his face. And the look on Jeff Bridge's face as he realizes like, oh, is <laughs> it's hysterical. As well as the scene, one of my favorites, uh, when he's being interrogated after he has been drugged at at, uh, at the porn producer's uh, condo on the beach. Uh, He's picked up by the police and he's being investigated because the, the police officer knows he's a burnout and he's trying to get, just get some information out of him. And then he says a smart ass comment and then a phone is thrown into his face and it's just, Oh man, everything about The movie is incredible Um, from from the way it's shot, from the way it's just put together. Um, It's strung together. uh, I was reading uh, by Ray, like uh, uh, Raymond Chandler is a detective fiction author and his books are very dreamy, very episodic. So this movie is very much like that where it's just one little set piece after another set piece after another set piece. It feels like chapters that are that are tied together with the story, but everything is just what is the dude dealing with this time? What is the dude happening this time? What is the dude confronting this time? And uh, I think it is it's fantastic.
0: It it reminds me like of a far more grounded like Harry Gillum movie right like it, it's not as it's not as like fantastic but it still has that like like yeah. Sam Elliott is like a narrator yeah. cowboy he's
2: just a narrator who shows up and meets the dude and then just talks about the movie yeah he's already our audience sir get through this
0: right weird wild thing and it's just this random like stuff that happens and
2: and that's what i i think is the the most compelling thing about the big Lebowski is one it is hysterical like there's so many like it's very quotable so many wonderful lines and then every situation that is the dude is in like going back to um there's a wonderful joke set up where his landlord wants the rent but then very kindly asks hey you mind coming and coming to my show that's that's on saturday and the dude's like sure man like whatever then he goes to it and it's the most bananas bizarre thing and him and walter are just talking through the whole thing you know and it's just so many fun little set pieces like that so many great one-liners in vargas yeah like like uh vargas was saying um every coen brothers movie is set in this heightened like farcical fan almost like fantastical world um with uh something like oh brother art there being the most man like like fantastical but still being very grounded and i think the coen brothers do that in such a way that like not only is it just so compelling and timeless but it's just hysterical and i mean every time something bananas happens you know from being the pederast jesus you don't fuck with a jesus um all the way up to you don't fuck a stranger in the ass uh, with the homework assignment <laughs> is just everything about it is just, it just escalates, escalates, escalates until it just ends. And it's just the dude just going it back does, to playing yeah. golf it or, or playing, uh, playing bowling. bowling I'm yeah. sorry. And that's, that's, that's the point is that it's, it's this guy who <laughs> you pluck the dude right out of the story. It's just the same. It's the same movie. The same things would happen. And I think that's what is so wonderful about this story is that, it is the journey of this man trying to figure out his rug and then getting wrapped up into something that he doesn't understand or doesn't really care about and then solving it in a way that everyone else has already solved once that's that's a great scene is once he solves it everyone else is like yeah, we already knew that And it's like oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Well,
1: <laughs> I'll take another drink. <laughs> yeah, I'll take
2: another white Russian and keep moving on. I uh, <sighs> so and I will say if if you're going to I will say the one thing I also about Robin Hood men in tights. Oh, is that I, I firmly believe it is one of the worst Mel Brooks movies that mm. he has made. Um, I think it is funny. While it is funny and quotable, it is also a movie that I think tries too hard at times. You know, it's like it's like to me that's that's the Mel Brooks movie that tries too hard. And I think that was a, a borderline swing and a miss. And I think there are better 90s movies, 90s commies particularly, that are out there. Yeah, and, and
1: you guys didn't pick either. <laughs> Do you have something to say about... He took a sip of the beer, and it's always a gamble if you're going to swallow it or cough it up. Boy, do you have something to say about the dude? Yeah, um, it's
0: it's a comedy movie, but it's like it's a comedy movie. Oh, so he, admit <laughs> he admits it. He admits it. It's it it doesn't have the same kind of like slapstick appeal. Which the, was very popular in the nineties. Men in T- exactly, and that's that's why I went with men in tights because it's more indicative of the comedy of the time. Mm-hmm. I'll call it Williams esque in honor of the late <laughs> great Robin Williams. Right? It was it was that like very big physical almost comedy. You know, Adam Sandler saying "Shut up" was the funniest thing in the whole world for like a decade because he yelled he, it.
1: Yeah, just a decade. That's that's all. <laughs> I don't still think about that scene every time I hear someone say shut I up. know you do. <laughs> no. Okay. So here's the thing. And this is going to be... Uh, I might catch some flack for this. That's fine. Oh. The Big Lebowski is, hands down, the better movie. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> That's not in question. Mm. But I... And and again, I think this is mostly because I think I what's happening here is the thing I accuse Brennan of, and I think my <laughs> nostalgia is winning right now. So we'll see after I rewatch both of them. Because again, I rewatched uh, The Big Lebowski recently. I have not watched Men and Tights recently, so it's lived in my head uh-huh. for over a decade, thinking you know, all Hey Blinken, yeah, the Braille bits. So for now, Men and Tights takes it as the best '90s. Comedy.
0: Oh yeah! Cancel the show. We don't need to probably revisit <laughs> it.
1: So we'll see where I go after
2: a second rewatch. Do you want to see that thing where we did when we did the uh, John Carpenter movies, where we watch it with you
1: and quote it? Oh and, yeah! Oh yeah! Nothing, over it nothing would be better than ruining. Do you want us to do the that? Comedic punchlines <laughs> and timing of jokes than you guys saying, "Here it is. Here's the line."
0: I could just quote Spaceballs while you watch Men in Tights. Yeah. That would be. I could do that. You know,
1: i I didn't pick. Was it not in the '90s? Yeah. It was in the 80s? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it
0: was early 90s. Nope. That makes sense then. Trust me, I did the research. <laughs> right. Was, right.
1: was Men in, So I am going Men in Tights. Uh, was Men in Tights the only Mel Brooks 90s movie? I think so. Interesting. Because like Brennan said, it's one of his least known ones aside from like Mel Brooks fans. Yeah. So it's surprising that you went with, with that unless he had another one in the 90s, which doesn't yeah. sound like he did. Nope.
2: Yeah, had a movie called Life Stinks that I've never heard about. Never well, heard about in it. In
1: 91. But oh, There you go. That's
0: why. <laughs> oh, was yeah. that he, or, had, yeah. he had Dracula
1: dead and loving it.
0: Yeah. Men in Tights is better than Dracula dead and loving it. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes.
1: So for now, Men in Tights takes it. Nice. But who knows? Who knows what'll happen next time? But we do know one thing that'll happen next time. You're going to have something for us.
0: Yep. We're going to argue with you. Are you guys ready for it? Stoked. We're doing another, another movie's one. Um... This is a very Vargas debate. <laughs> Great. You get to select from a, lim- a limited pool of movies. Nice. Which a little bit easier on you guys. The pool is a little bit big. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting you to like... You don't have to watch all these movies and then pick from one. But, boy, there's a list out there uh-huh. of 44 movies. I got to watch 44 you movies? Don't, you don't. <laughs> 44 <laughs> movies that all have zero percent on rotten tomatoes oh i want the best one hmm. not not uh-huh. not something that's like oh this is so bad it's good i don't want that
1: not troll Two. not
0: troll, troll, troll Two. two. <laughs> yeah i don't want that i want a movie that you can make a compelling argument about why it's an entertaining movie right and that i will
1: enjoy i bet i own a couple that are on that list. I
0: know that I've seen more than two in theaters, so. <laughs> I bet is Battlefield Earth on there? Ooh, I don't know. I, I was just scrolling through the, the I, I know for a fact that I saw Ballistic X versus Sever oh, in theaters. That movie.
1: I'm certain that Scientology would not allow it to be 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, probably not. So. Interesting. Oh, okay. Return of Living Dead Part 2 is on there? That's
0: what I'm saying, man. There's some movies on there that's like, that has a 0%.
1: Maybe you guys are just uh, being a little holier than that with your movies. Maybe you think maybe maybe you think you're a little uh, more highfalutin than you really are. No
0: man. Super babies
2: genius. Baby genius is two. (laughs) That's zero (laughs) percent. Ugh.
1: This list.
0: (laughs) It's no. It's no super babies (laughs) three.
1: Well, that's uh, that's interesting. Very interesting. Really. uh, mm, I guess not looking forward to watching shitty movies so that'll be fun well
0: just you know do some wikipedia research yeah yeah watch pick, 44 movies you watch get it, watch all of them
1: <laughs> the worst movies <laughs> available yep uh okay good great good I'm, I'm i like that this is we're going for the punishment theme um thanks for listening we couldn't do it without you guys uh i don't even think we talked about being first place uh at trivia that our friends at First Issue Club put on. We don't need to talk about it. Everybody knows. <laughs> Fucking the trophy speaks for itself. That's the right. six That's lunch lunchboxes. Right. <laughs> uh, hey, subscribe to us. Listen yep. to us on everything you listen to us on. Hopefully, you've been enjoying the NFL show that comes out uh, every every Sunday, uh, and will continue to come out every Sunday throughout the season. If you if you want, if you're a metal fan, listen every Wednesday to the Onslaught. Uh, mm. Vargas and I host that one. Brendan and I host the NFL show too many. There's a lot of podcasts going on.
0: Brendan and I need a podcast, I guess you do. Round out the triumph. I've been
1: telling you, you need a movie podcast.
0: We'll watch all 44, zero yeah. percent movies. <laughs> there's your season
1: one, it. baby. <laughs> uh, make sure you uh, follow us on all the socials, all that social bullshit at debates on tap is a Twitter at debates on pictures, Instagram and debates on fans at gmail.com is where you can uh, email us your hate mail or your love mail. <laughs> or your love female i don't know great (laughs) don't email us your love female i guess don't don't
0: email us any person
1: yeah boy do not send us any person in the mail or the email we don't that's not something we want we're not ready for that commitment but uh we'll see you next week bye